Hello, it's Ryan from Communication Platform at communicationplatform.org. Welcome to our international audience. Uh, and we are happy to have you back with us. And today we are looking at our time management skills for our community leaders around the world. And we left off with leaving time for healthy diet, nutritious food. Um, I think we would pick up with the second half of this, looking at our... Uh, I think we kind of touched on this um, on the first half, but I would just say again, time for family and friends each week. And um, more importantly, are you teaching, you know, actual skills and, you know, uh, you know, for children, life lessons, but also just friends and family members, uh, close loved ones. Are you teaching and sharing your actual skills with them mixed in over time? So. A really great example is, you know, if uh, you know, I have a medical background and I uh, am a medical provider um, and uh, I, I, I do um, at the moment uh, do that, then that means something I personally think about with friends. There's lots of things I can't show them. I'm not great at fixing a flat. So I wouldn't probably take time to do that with my buddy. But um, I think like simple little things in a healthcare sense that if I'm part of healthcare and I'm like, well, I think you should know how to do basic CPR. I think you should know uh, the Heimlich, you know, if somebody's choking, those are real things I can imagine happening that I would want them to know the basics of what to do um, or some, you know, maybe check somebody's blood sugar. If, you know, there's somebody passes out and someone has a glucometer available. These are very simple things you can do that are potentially life-saving. And so those are things that I like to, you know, show friends and family, because I think it's important. It would be the difference of when I hang out with them, if you're just, you know, listening to music, watching a movie or playing video games and a year goes by and it's like, well, what have we taught each other? doesn't mean that you need to make every, every session, every, you know, um, afternoon you have with friends or family into kind of a classroom setting you don't want to do that either uh you know because it, it is leisurely relaxing time but it's important to pass on you know knowledge and skills and abilities um and i think that's it's a it's something enjoyable um now if they don't want it now if i offer to show my friend you know hey man this is how you do the heimlich if like you know you're your, your uh, family member was choking and they say, no, I'm all set. And then, well, you don't want to push something on somebody they don't want, but taking time, you know, the point is taking time to go ahead and at least try to offer to pass on things, you know, things that are kind of quote in your lane that you do, that that's a really cool thing. Um, and I think it um, is something that sounds obvious, but is not actually done uh, enough at all, actually, in many cases. Uh, again, next checkbox here, time to review your top three priorities in the workplace. It is easy to be in a job, a professional, in a, a profession in your actual job, in your workplace. And if you don't have kind of your top three overarching priorities and goals that a year can go by, two years, three years can go by, and nothing's really uh, evolving. And that's a tragedy, right? Because time is so precious. So in the professional idea of, you know, making sure that, you know, you should 
you should have priorities. And even if you don't want to actually grow in your position, but you should want to grow in your knowledge or your ability or your scope of understanding things, um, you, you should not want to be uh, stagnant and stuck. Um, so looking at also time each week to actually map out the uh, Pareto principle and uh, the Pareto principle, uh, I believe that's how you say it, that's how I say it, is uh, looking at the most effective things you do. Uh, again, this is you know back to your workplace, professional life. They're the most effective things you do that have the highest yield, but often are something that we give uh, the smallest amount of time to. And this is really important because especially for people in you know the business community that are running a business um, or you know looking at sales and profit, are there certain products or services you do that actually capture the majority of income, you know, of revenue? And then are you are you maximizing those things? Because some people sometimes fall into the trap of, trying to evenly distribute their efforts. But if you you know, divide your efforts evenly and some of the other, in this case for a business, products or services only make you, you know, 4% or 5% of gross revenue, well, that, that product that, or that service you offer that only pulls in a little bit, that should only earn a very, very little bit of your time, generally speaking. Um, Unless you think it's, you know, unless in the in the case of you believing that there's something you do that currently makes very little or results in very little, but could have a much larger, um, you know, income and a much larger impact uh, in in be worth your time, you know, then that's something you need to obviously experiment with. But the uh, the idea of just taking time to you know look that up, um, Pareto principle. Uh, I believe P-A-R-E-T-O, that's, that's something to look into, especially for those involved in running a business. Reviewing every week your time for multitasking and being able to multitask the simple stuff. Most of us do this, I think, wholeheartedly um, and, and automatically, but it's worth mentioning. Then I think this next one is a lot more important, review of you're um, leaving time for maintenance. And this can be physical maintenance. This can be maintenance, not just in the workplace on, you know, you know maintenance on your, uh, your items in your business or, you know, maintenance on things you, you need for your job. But what about maintenance just on your car? How many people don't leave enough time every few months to check in on their car? You're, if, you're, if you're somebody who commutes and drives to work every day, your car is your your life, it's your vehicle, it's very important, right? That's how you get around. Or your laptop, your computer, you know, um, maybe in the case of like, you know, uh, malware and, and checking for no viruses or, you know, the, or, you know, software updates. These are simple little things that, you know, maintenance-based things um, that you should, uh, and obviously maintenance on yourself too, health checkups. What about, you know, if you're, you know, in you know, most parts of the world when, you know, men are 50 years old to check their prostate or, you know, women are 40 or over to check for mammograms, uh, you know, every year, every couple of years, maintenance on the body, maintenance on, on oneself. Um, 
leaving a few minutes a week to check on maintenance and that it's getting done. Uh, leaving a few minutes every week to check on automation this is back in the business model of are we automating that which can be automated? I, I believe firmly that if you run a business or are part of a business and you know you have any chance to automate something, obviously people don't want to automate things that will put them their own position out of business. But if you're running a business, the idea of what can you automate in your own business? You know, if you run a business, everybody's on social media. Can you auto-publish? I do. I think you should. Can you um, do direct debit bill payments? I do. I think most people already do. But if you don't, you should. So taking a few minutes each week to see how you're doing with the automation aspect. Uh, taking a few minutes every week to see how you delegate. How well do we delegate? What can we delegate that we have not yet delegated? Those are really, really crucial questions. Um, look at your ability to avoid distractions and a few minutes every week to review your ability to avoid distractions for emails, electronics, you know, uh, text messages, internet surfing, to not let distractions steal your minutes. Review every week your ability to minimize commute and travel time. Um, or if you're somebody uh, stuck traveling to work, uh, as I do and many people do, and you don't live right next to where you work uh, and you must commute, then to go ahead and at least take advantage of the time for like podcast education. Lis listen to a lecture online if you're able to. Uh, I think those are really untapped practices for most people. Uh, every week, looking at your time management skills for unplanned events and how you adapt to them, you know, and that you have a practice in place to um, manage the unplanned things that pop up and how you would do that. And I think um, the most important one I'll end with uh, is, you know, if you died today, are you okay with how you spent your time? Now, that's a little bit of a leading question for somebody who says, well, no, I didn't want to be at work for 10 hours. If it was my last day, I'd rather have spent it with my family. So there's a little bit of you know how literal you take this. But what I mean to say is how you spent the day today to the best of your ability, did you make what time you could have made for your family, right? Or, or if you died this week, you know how you run every week, leaving you know, hopefully what is pockets of time and days for your family and friends and loved ones, you know, did you use your time with them the best you could have? Uh, and are your days worth more than your money uh, or your attempt to make money? Um, and if your time is not worth more than your money, um, then you have some real work to do. And I think a lot of people do. So that is what we will end with. And there is your time management checklist. And we will see you next time.